Welcome to This is the Good Part, a podcast where we can have some girl time and talk about how to have confidence and influence as women of all ages in our lives, homes, and relationships. It's not always easy, and we can feel unqualified, but Jesus just calls us to choose the good part, which is sitting at his feet and learning his ways. I'm Megan. I'm Steph. I'm Jessica. And we're so excited that you're joining us today. We're talking about spiritual warfare, putting on the full armor of God, and what that really means, what that looks like, how to do it, what all the pieces are. Where do you get a breastplate these days? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like, where am I supposed to go buy this ancient garb? <laughs> I think, uh, you know, you can sometimes read the Bible and you're like, okay, I get it. I see the picture. Like, I see what you're trying to say, God, but like, what does that really mean? I just don't know if I get it. For today, when we're not looking at Roman soldiers all around us. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can we put this in like Amazon terms? Like, <laughs> kind of... What kind of sweater is that? I don't know. (laughs) Where exactly are the leggings? Send me the like to know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I need the link. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, you know, it's just, it is how life is now. And so it's like you try, and it's, I think it's especially hard when you're trying to even explain it and be relatable. And so do those things come across Uh, the right way when you're hearing it for the first time, or if someone taught it to you, maybe they explain it in a really weird way that you're just like, I just don't know that I still get it. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just read, you breeze by it and you're like, cool, cool, cool. They did that. Mm -hmm. Doesn't apply. Yeah. 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 Pray the armor of God. I'm dear God, hook me up. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And like even pastor Sonny said, you know, she's been a pastor for a long time, right? Long enough. And she's like, I don't, I wasn't really praying the armor, you know, not like religiously. And yet the Bible tells us like, pray the armor of God. Right. It's not like sometimes when you feel like it. Yeah. There's a lot of prayers in the Bible. That's true. So like, I feel like this one is important. Yeah. 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 And it's important to know how to pray it yeah, and how to put on a breastplate, you know, put on <laughs> Suit up. those shoes of peace. Like where are those at DSW? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> DSW, stop. Uh, yeah. And I think we're in um, a season that feels increasingly urgent when it comes to spiritual warfare mm-hmm. and people who have never felt spiritual warfare before are saying things of experience, you know, sharing experiences or, um, just even like general feelings, you yeah. know, like yucky or whatever. Yeah. Just realizing that that's actually what it is. Mm-hmm. I think like, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. It's things identifying. just don't happen yeah. just because it's yes. not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. yeah, it's something that's hard to learn. And then you're like, but why, why is this happening? Well, then? and then explaining, telling it to people, like I had this dream or I had this thing happened right. and you don't really completely understand it. So right. how are you explaining it to somebody else? Exactly. And you know, the world loves, <laughs> the world loves to make the Christian seem like the fool, like, mm-hmm. yeah, cuckoo. <laughs> it's the easiest thing to be the weird Christian is yeah. the it's the easiest label that can get thrown out there. And so when we start talking about things that are unseen that happen Mm. in the supernatural, in the spiritual, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty easy, pretty easy target. Yeah. Right. And so when you're experiencing that stuff, like, like, why do I know that I have a, 
you know, I prayed with someone today and it was so good, but then I have like this terrible stomach ache a couple hours later and like, I can't get off the couch. Like, like, how do I explain that? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just feeling it. I'm like, well, that's just a weird, must've been something I ate, you know? And like, it's, it's so easy to brush it off Yeah. when, when you realize, like you said, Steph, when you realize what it is, just takes on something totally new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't identify it, if you can't name it, you can't do anything about it. It has the authority until mm. you name it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You have to name it. So we jumped in pretty hard talking about spiritual warfare. Yeah, we Hello. did. Good Here morning. We <laughs> Glad we're back. Yeah. Hope you have your coffee. Yeah, that's true. We, t- we were on a little bit of a uh, summer break, right? And but so- there's the urgency. <laughs> yeah. It's the urgency. Yeah. It's true. It like, and it's one of the first things that even us as friends are talking about. Like, you know, we sit down and it's just story. Got to share this. Got to process this. And you know, it's just on the tip of our mind. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully if all of us women on staff are feeling it, not that I want other people to feel it, hopefully wasn't the good word, but, uh, if (laughs) we're all feeling it, I am sure other people are feeling it Mm -hmm. too. And wondering how can I equip myself? Yeah, for sure. I feel like there's more anxiety, more depression, more, uh, confusion and, just all of the things than mm-hmm. there's ever been. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like we're prayer partners on Sunday and we get to pray with people who are like literally in the, in the pits mm-hmm. guys. And, um, we've been there too. And maybe some of us are dealing with like really strong spiritual warfare at certain times. Right. And I think that's kind of the thing is like some people are dealing with some at one time and then, mm. you know, it might shift and someone else is dealing with it. So it's like, when you're feeling like, oh, really? Well, I feel like everything's good. I've had a lot of peace. I've had a lot of hope and whatever. Good. Stand firm and help, you know, help yeah. your friends out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I um, totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> yeah. That, that is so good. Write that one down. So Put that in your journal. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So you saying stand firm. So in the scripture that we're talking about, should we go ahead and read that so that everybody knows where to find the armor yes, of God? narrator, Jessica. Okay. <laughs> she knows she wants to be a narrator when she grows oh, up. Oh, that was my dream, you guys. Like an audiobook narrator. <laughs> this is your chance. Yes. Except I, I hate listening to the sound of my voice. <laughs> Wait, I remembered what I was going to say. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Good, good, good. I don't think it's relevant anymore, but I'm going to say it anyways. So we're talking about um, the ebb and flow kind of a spiritual mm. warfare, right? Yeah. But we're entering into the season, the holiday season season, the cold months, like this is when all of those things, um, just like in the natural are on the rise. So if in the natural, they're on the rise then in the supernatural, in the spiritual, they're going to be even more amplified. Mm -hmm. So like Megan said, if you're not feeling it right now, that's fantastic. You should still be praying this with the same amount of vigor as when you do feel it, but we're entering into a season where those things might meet you nose to nose. That's mm. so true. Yeah, that is. I That's mean, so do you ever good. drive down? <laughs> that was so good. I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> do you ever like drive down some roads and you're like, how much money did you spend on that creepy zombie oh that I have gosh. to look at every day? Yeah. Guys, I, we were just talking about this uh, yesterday. I drove by, I mean, truly like a, a witchcraft seance in Mm. someone's yard. You know, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like a couple like little ghosts. It was like a full on, which is cauldrons, spells, Mm -hmm. books, you know, the the whole thing where you're just like, this is so, 
ugh. Like it why just, are, yeah. Why are you celebrating that? Not uplifting. You know what I mean? I didn't feel better after driving by that. <laughs> like, I feel really good right now. <laughs> like Santa and his reindeer. So. Some of them are really scary. Yes. I, I have a low bar for what is scary. <laughs> and some of them, I'm like, cover your eyes, children. For real, I can't even take my kids walking down my block right now because they're terrified of the things that are in people's yards. Mm. And I have, you know, some people in my life that might be, oh, well, they're just like, they're being babies about it. Like they're old enough. They need to get over it. But guess what? In my house, we are not going to be desensitized to the things. Mm of mm-hmm. this world. Like if my kids are afraid of that, good. Yeah. Yep. Because you don't need to be around that and neither do right. I. Yeah, exactly. And when did we, you know, decide that like, oh, well, it's okay. It's like you take a little bit, the world gives you a little bit and you just take a little bit and you let it in mm-hmm. because it just feels small and insignificant. It's just dressing up. It's just candy. It's just whatever. Right. And then, and then there's just like a little bit more and a little bit more. And then it's like, well, it's just a horror movie. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just a little bit of fear. It's not like I'm, I believe that I, I don't worship the devil. Mm-hmm. You know, people like to use that one. Mm-hmm. Like I don't worship Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I hope not. But let's talk about what the word like worship means. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, are you idolizing him? Are you giving him like your time and your energy and your mind and and your affection? Mm -hmm. So like if you have an affection and affinity for those things. Like yeah. that actually is worship, yeah. you know? So anyway, that is yeah. sort well, of Well, that's like when you brought trip. up idol. Yeah. An idol is anything you put before God. Think mm, of how many so things good. in the holiday season that we put before God. Ugh. Even Santa, y'all, even Santa. <laughs> <laughs> even Santa. <laughs> Get even, that guy. <laughs> yeah, even the like not creepy, crazy, witchy things. Yeah, but that's, that's just true. it. What are you putting mm. ahead of God? Mm-hmm. That's an idol. And again, we, I see an idol as like a golden calf Mm -hmm. and like, well, we don't have those. They don't sell little statues of ball at Walmart. So, or bail or however you want to say, I say ball, (laughs) uh, you know, so it's just, again, it's this kind of stuff where you read scripture. You're like, I don't think this is like applicable for today or like, I don't know if it matters. And yet. And, and yet, yet. It, does. it does. And we need to be completely equipped when we're being sent out into this world to handle it. So Pastor Jessica, tell us, read to us, take it away. My, my narrator, <laughs> I'm going to narrate. Okay. I'm going to start at Ephesians six ten. uh, the whole armor of God. It says a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth, the body armor of God's righteousness for shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil, put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. 
So Megan, you were saying earlier, you said something about standing firm. Yeah. And it just, the word stand in those few paragraphs, stand firm, stand against, stand your ground. It's Mm -hmm. true. That's what stood out to me. Yeah. And that feels like planting your feet a little bit, right? Like, like when someone says, I don't know, you seem like a little bit of a weird Christian that you don't allow your kids to do X, Y, and Z. You have that option right, right then and there to either like stand firm in what you know, Mm -hmm. or be like, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. They could, they could go to just a horror place. Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, there is that it takes perseverance and it takes, um, intentionality, which is something that I feel like we talk about a lot. Like I want to be intentional in doing this and mm-hmm. intentional in doing that. And we set new year's resolutions and we're going to be intentional. And then, and then what happens? It's like, you know, you kind of get ground down and worn away and, um, things can change. So I think Steph, you brought up a really great point of, we have to pray this all the time with just as much vigor when like things are good as Mm -hmm. when things are bad. Yeah, absolutely. That's when all enemies want to attack, right? Like even in a military sense is when you let your guard down Mm -hmm. and guess what? That devastation. Whoa. Sorry about that. (laughs) She was gesturing wildly. (laughs) (laughs) Very passionate. Um, But that devastation is going to usually result in something grander than, um, if, if you were actively prepared. Yeah. Right. Well, I feel like standing. Okay. I didn't play volleyball, but I know the volleyball <laughs> players did this. Like when they're standing yeah. at the ready, you know, like their knees are bent, their, yeah. their arms are up. Yeah. Like it's not a relaxing thing yeah. to stand firm, yeah. to stand your ground. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So when we talk about, um, standing firm, this is also in Ephesians. It's just a little bit later. Um, in chapter four, starting at verse 13, it's when Paul is talking about, um, your knowledge of the faith and not being blown to and fro. So it starts at uh, 13. I'm in a different version than you, Jessica. I'm in the CSB. Okay. I was reading NLT. Okay. Um, so mine says until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of God's son growing into maturity with this stature measured by Christ's fullness, then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching by human cunning with cleverness in the techniques of deceit. Boom, dude. Techniques of deceit. Whoa. Whoa. Well, I even love how it says unity. Uh-huh. Like, I think there's not unity among Christians on what we believe is truth. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay, Pastor Jessica, here we go. <laughs> Everyone, put on your belts of truth. <laughs> Gird up your loins, Gird up ladies. Your loins. Here we go. Because that, that's, that's so good. And I think that's why it says there needs to be unity. Don't let disagreements come between you, right? Like... Like we're the flock, we're the sheep. We're not supposed to be like arguing and fighting which way to go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and also talking about the houses that we drive past, some of those houses aren't devil worshipers. Some of those people are Christians. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them show up to church on Sunday. We don't know who you are. (laughs) You are anonymous. Yeah. But I I know that that some of them would identify as Christians. For sure. And again, it's it's never 
No, I shouldn't say that. Sometimes it is the the big details, you know, but typically it's like the smaller, the nuanced, again, the things that just like can kind of come in and like, it doesn't really seem like a big deal to like argue about this stuff. Like, well, you can think that and I can think this and we can still be friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, let's, let's just, you know, that's not unity. Yeah. That's not unity is totally right. I mean, I feel like when you back to the sheep thing, like (laughs) we're the flock, Mm -hmm. we have a shepherd, Mm -hmm. we're supposed to follow him. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean like, you know, you follow him sort of uniquely and like in your own off, off the cuff way and like try and make up stuff and fancy moves. It's like, no, like you follow the, the shepherd Mm because he's leading you somewhere. And so the, almost like a, almost like a blindfold, right? Like, I'm just going to follow exactly what you tell me to do, Lord. Mm. Like, don't, what did you say? Uh, I think actually Abby Heinrich said to Sunny yesterday or Sunday, she said, don't take your eyes off God. Mm -hmm. And you know, don't take your eyes off me. Don't take your eyes off me. Like, is God telling you that too? Like, Hey, don't take your eyes off me. You're getting really distracted with this little like piddly stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also if we're all looking at him and we're all reading the word, Mm -hmm. we should all be going in the same direction. It's true. And somehow we're not. Yeah. So what are we supposed to arm ourselves with then? Hmm? (laughs) Well, (laughs) in that direction. What are we talking about today? Well, the first one listed says, stand your guard, putting on the belt of truth. I feel like there's a reason it was listed first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think um, as we were talking and thinking through this a little bit, all of us had the same question. Okay, so what is truth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and <laughs> it is so easily um, attacked, reassigned, redefined, re- redefined, relabeled, delegated. I mean, I could, I keep going. Like there's, we could get a thesaurus. We could get a thesaurus. <laughs> there's a lot of different ways that um, the world tries to like pitch, yeah, pitch spinning the truth. But yeah. truth is meant to be absolute, mm-hmm. and there is absolute truth. Yeah, and the Bible is inerrant. It is perfect. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. without flaw. It is not contradictory. Mm-hmm. So don't let anybody tell you that the Bible is contradictory and that there's no such thing as absolute truth in the Bible because that's not true. Hey yo. Yeah, I think Steph and I were talking about that the other day about the context of the Bible, because you can cherry pick scriptures that look like they contradict. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But sure. All day long. That's easy. So easy. And then people stand on that as that is their truth. And I mean, I could name a bunch of controversial topics, which I won't. If you're reading the scripture, you will find them yourself. (laughs) But um, there are just, there's so many different topics that people will pick out and say, well, the Bible says this, so I believe this, Mm -hmm. but they're not reading where it comes from, who it's being told to, why it's being told to those people at that time. It's just, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say something not very kind. So I will (laughs) refrain. Right. (laughs) And, you know, there's a difference between standing in the truth of God and blasting out the word 
mm-hmm. but in the truth of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think in some Christians have taken it to that blasting level where then people feel like they're being fire hosed and mm-hmm. they're like, Christians are just so in your face and so mean. And I actually saw an Instagram post, um, And it was uh, a Christian blogger. She was sharing something, I guess, that is kind of controversial. And I actually, it was along the lines of Halloween. And she was saying, she was arguing for it. And I guess like a lot of the comments that she got back to her were like, really mean, you know, people basically like Christian cussing her out kind of like, <laughs> Christian like, cussing. yeah, like <laughs> you don't have the spirit of the Lord in you and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, we can be that way mm-hmm. because we're like, no, that's not true. You know? And that turns people off so fast. Yeah. So it's, I it's think it's why we're terrible. such strong believers here at this church. We do things within the context of relationship. Yes. Like we're not out there blah, 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 on the corner with the, how does pastor Sonny say it? Like picketing. Is so that you're talking a, about picketing? You know, the guy, the people, the people with the crosses and the signs and the picketers. Bibles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're doing things in the context of relationship with people. Well, That's because true. Jesus didn't do that. Hey. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I, I don't recall any stories of him picketing. Do, no. No. <laughs> I'm sure but when he was like, on the donkey, he didn't have a sign or like. <laughs> Sorry. It had the Christian yeah. fish like stamped on the donkey. <laughs> on, the, on his butt. Yeah. But think about how he. That. I'm not. I'm not trying to insult you. Yeah. I think that's a branded good. donkey. <laughs> no, Christian, Christian fish. fish. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but think about how he did it. He did it in their homes over dinner. It's right. true. In the context of relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And never in a judgmental way, but in a loving, like, like, man, there is more for you kind of a way. Like yeah. there's so much that God has for you and wants for you. And like the longer you stand firm mm-hmm. in things that aren't true, the worse it's going to get for you. It's like, it's not, you know, not vindictive. Mm-hmm. It's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the very beginning of this podcast, we talked about Martha and Mary Mm. and he rebuked Martha. Martha. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm doing the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. But again, in context of relationship, they were close. Mm -hmm. They, um, they knew each other and he did it out of love Yeah, because he's like, Hey, there's just, I got something better for you. That's also the thing. We're not knocking on people's doors, talking to them about their Halloween decorations. Totally. Yeah. And you know, there's also, I understand. And, um, I know you guys too. When you come to Jesus and you accept him as your savior, there's, process. It's called sanctification. Mm -hmm. You're going to slowly grow closer Mm -hmm. to Jesus and the things of the world will be plucked out of you. Not even, not by your BFF, not by even your pastor necessarily, but like Jesus himself will convict you and show you things. And as you read scripture and start to understand this more, like you, you grow and you get closer. For sure. And so if I did go knock on somebody's door and they were a brand new Christian, how would they take that? First of all, like, well, maybe I don't want to be a Christian Mm -hmm. if like, that's how you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, I think, and that's where then the Christian can lay down instead of standing firm mm-hmm. on some of these things. Yeah. Because we're like, well, I don't want to be too in your face about it. 
So, so let's talk about that a little bit. So what does it look like then to stand firm again, you know, put on, put on that belt of truth and have it on, but don't like use it as a, a whip. Right. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite piece of advice that I've gotten from pastor Dallas is when you have the two things that you don't know how to agree on is to pray convict me or convict them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just went through that in my life. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Who was convicted? You were them. Both. Okay. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that is a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Unity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's, are you intentional about finding out what the truth is? Yeah. Because that we should be doing it on our own. Mm-hmm. Yes. If we're all doing that, if we're all united in our Bible, in finding out the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So the source of truth is the word. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the word. Yeah. We were talking about that. We both read the same article when we were researching. (laughs) Um, Yeah. John 14, six, where it says, uh, Jesus is talking. Mm -hmm. I am the way, the truth, the life. And then John 1, 1, it says the word was God. And then John 1, 14 says the word became human. Mm. <laughs> so it's a full circle. <laughs> yeah. Very full circle. Like Jesus is truth. The truth is the word. The word is Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's all of them. Mm-hmm. So like the bottom line is if you're not in your scripture, the, because the word also says, if you continue in my word, you really are my disciples. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. So, so if you're not in the word, if you don't know the word, then you, of course, your vision of truth is going to be skewed. Yeah. And you're actually in bondage. Mm-hmm. You're yes. in bondage to lies. To this world. Yeah. Of this world, because you don't have the truth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not even lies. Sometimes it's doubt. It's deception. It's mm-hmm. denial. You don't even have to swing the pendulum from truth to yeah, lie. That's wow. true. Yeah. Like yeah. if he can just get you a little bit away from believing the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, the beginning of Genesis, did God really say? Right. That's all he has to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. And it's just, it's that tiny bit of doubt. If there's just a little bit of, you know, a seed. That can grow. And that's why we talk about journey to wholeness and stuff like that, because what was planted in you, mm-hmm. what doubts were planted in you that have just been allowed to grow because maybe you haven't read the truth or you don't know the truth about yourself, about like what you experienced, about what you went through. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, in those things just like changed the entire way then that you see like even scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, we call that a lens, right? Like, Maybe your lenses are a little bit dirty because that was life. Right. And you're, you're doing this right now in Catalyst, mm-hmm. um, the series about the character of God. Yeah. If you don't know the character of God, then you don't know what's not the character of God. You don't know what the truth is. You don't true. know what he actually intends for your life. It's so true. true. The only way that you can learn that is by praying in the spirit and being in your word. Mm. Yeah. 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 Really Sunday morning should be so minimal. The, the most minimal part of your week being in your Bible. Mm-hmm. It's got to be so much more than a Sunday morning. It's true. 
Yeah. I mean, there's been times in my life where Sunday morning was all of the scripture for sure. Same. And, um, but, but I remember sitting in church and just being like, it, it was like drinking cold water on a hot day. Mm -hmm. You know, it was so satisfying. And like, I knew that I needed it because I'd immediately like start crying, you know, Mm -hmm. when like, when you go into church with kind of a hard heart, like, I don't know if this is for me, you don't really worship, but then like you hear something in the service that just like, it wrecks you and you don't really know why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) You're like, who was he looking through my windows this week? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, and honestly, on a practical level, I, I, cause I've experienced the same thing and I would just pray because I didn't know the truth. I didn't know the word. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that like this Jesus thing was kind of cool. And I thought I wanted more, maybe, I don't know. Um, But I would just continually pray, just set my heart on fire for you. Mm. Wow. Give me a burning desire to be in your word. Yeah. I've prayed that too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a song. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's from Oceans. Burning me or desires. Mm. That's not not oceans. oceans? No, I know that song word for word. That's my husband's favorite. (laughs) What song is twenty four (laughs) seven? But it very well could be a song. Yeah, but that's. I mean, um, that's a fantastic prayer. And even um, one of my friends once counseled me. Like, she's like, I prayed that God would kind of similarly like set on fire for me the passion to read His Word, like like never before, mm-hmm. like, like I'm reading his word and it's good, but it's a chore. But like, I want to go to the word with like just this hunger. Yeah. Like I want to be insatiable for the word. Absolutely. She's like, and I prayed that and I fully feel it and believe it. And I'm just like, heck yeah, I'm going to pray that, Yeah, you know, so that you don't become apathetic. Yeah. yeah. So right now, if that's you, if you're getting your daily devotional on your U version app, that's great. That's a great place to start for mm-hmm. sure. But you need more because you need to know the truth. Mm -hmm. I think the enemy doesn't want you to know that you can read this. Like he wants you to feel unqualified to read it and understand it. Totally. Which is why I didn't for a long time, because number one, I was so embarrassed in church to have to go to the table of context. Did <laughs> yeah, you ever yeah. do that? I'm like, sure. I can't find that but book. I don't think it's it? in mine. Old Testament yeah. or the New Testament? It's uh, not in my Bible. Yeah. I don't have that one. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Really little rabbit trail here. Uh-huh. When I was younger and I was trying to read the Bible for the first time, and I remember hearing about Abraham and I was like I every time started in Genesis. Like, I think I started it like, you know, 27 times. Right. And I was like, this says Abram, I must have the wrong Bible. (laughs) I need the other Bible. (laughs) Cause I never would read past. Yeah. Uh I think we've, did we talk about different Bible versions? I feel like we did on this podcast at one point. I don't think we did. No, maybe not. Uh, But I feel like that's a really confusing thing when you first start studying the word, because again, it seems like some things are like contradictory because you're like, well, this version says this and this version says that, which one's true, you know? And people are, they get kind of obsessed about like, I got to find the the version that's the closest Mm. and, and whatever. And, and then yeah, come on a Sunday and hear pastor Sean or pastor Dallas expound on like Mm -hmm. Greek and Hebrew words. And you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't in any of the versions <laughs> yeah. because English can't say that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like in a word. Yeah. So it's, it's more, it's yeah. deeper. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it came from a fear of being wrong. Yeah. Like I don't want to read the wrong thing and then believe the wrong thing. Mm. Right. Yeah. So I'll just let them tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. 
And that, I mean, that can fester from certain religions too. Mm. Yeah. That can come from a background, a grandma, whoever, like grandma's church. That was like, mm, you don't. It comes from the priest yeah. only. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, he has like a we'll line. tell you, we'll tell you what to believe and then you can just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can pray it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's so. Which there's a place for that kind of authority and spiritual authority. Absolutely. However, the word is literally placed in your hand. If you have a phone, which I'm sure all of you do, because you're listening to this podcast, you have the word with you. Just download the app. Yeah. It's that easy. Mm -hmm. And, and you have the ability to read it and understand it. And if there's something that you don't understand, pray about it ask the people around you. Nobody is going to think that like, oh my gosh, you're just reading that for the first time. Or, oh my gosh, how, how do you not understand that? We're pastors here. And we're like, huh, <laughs> I don't think I ever read that like that before. Right. Like, what does that actually mean? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I did that the other day where I was reading Daniel, which I've read before. <laughs> and there was a whole chapter that I was like, I definitely did not read this. I think I blacked out <laughs> when I read that. This wasn't in here last time I read it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm like, who highlighted so. that? Not yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everybody has a starting point. I that's think true. that's, that's our, that's the point here, right? Like yeah. the Holy Spirit wants you to be equipped. It's okay to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. We're not going to judge you. Ask us questions. Ask your peers questions. Just get into the word. That's all that matters. So interesting. You said it's the starting point. You have to start. And that's like the first piece of armor you put it on. Is. It's yeah. the starting point. That's literally what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Steph. <laughs> so way to tie that back. Way yeah. to tie that back in. Yeah. And but- the belt, you know, uh, back to the, the belt thing. The belt <laughs> actually has a lot of significance. Again, when you study like the context and like, why was Paul saying these specific pieces of armor? Also this morning I was thinking, I'm like, Paul... What a guy, like Holy Spirit was just absolutely flowing through this guy because there's no way you could just like be talking to and teaching people and come up with this on your own in prison. No, I kind of laugh when I read the story because Paul is chained to a Roman guard and I just imagine him like writing and looking over at the guy like, okay, he's got a belt. Yeah. Writing down what this guy's wearing. That could represent. (laughs) Got it. Truth. truth. Here's the thing. This, This is the thing that I love the most about the belt of truth though is the belt of truth was put on and it held up every other piece of Mm. armor that the soldier put on. Yes. If you take the belt off, everything else collapses. Mm. If you take the truth away, you have nothing left. That's so good. So why is it so important to be in unity? That right there. Because there would be nothing left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The truth is the the center. It is the word. It is Jesus. It is the spirit. Like it is everything. It is the like ultimate starting place because yeah. it is the foundation yes. for everything else. Yeah. 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 And I think so that's true. the good part, right? That we have the ability to put that on. Mm. That yeah. we were taught in this word what to pray, how to get equipped. That's the good part. For sure. So good. So good, Steph. I love it. Well, is that all we got, ladies? Yeah. Does that kind of sum it up? The belt? And the truth and <laughs> it's still, I think it's still weird to, to pray these, these items and say it like this. But I think when you start to like apply it to 
again, the deeper understanding, the knowledge of what it really is, it resonates with you in a in a totally different For sure. way. So it might take you praying a couple of times of like, okay, he, he, the belt of truth, like this sounds weird, but like, think about what that really, really, really means yeah. on a deeper level and like, let it transform you mm-hmm. as you're praying it. Yeah. Well, how about, uh, we pray out of this podcast to show how it's done. So God, uh, just so thankful for this time that we get to come together in unity to learn about your truth, God. We just pray that if there is something in our life that is not a truth, that you identify it for us Mm -hmm. and that you point us in the direction of truth, God. Uh, We have a duty to obey your truth, to defend your truth and to proclaim your truth, Mm -hmm. God. We just pray for your boldness as we go throughout our week to do that, God. us with your truth so that we have the foundation to go into battle, God. Mm-hmm. We just pray this in your mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Jessica. I love that. So ladies, thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you have an awesome week and we'll see you next time. Yeah.